money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? Well, kind of. Uh oh. Well, it's not an uh oh. You know, I always say that. It's not directly related to money, but it is kind of related to money today, our topic. Okay, so this is the show called Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. People are tuning in to find out about talking about money and specifically the hard issues around money. Yes. And we know that you have this funny habit of reading scripture that has nothing Nothing to to do do with with money. money. Yes. So if we deviate any further from it, it's going to be the let's talk Talk about the heart. Dave and Reb. I don't know. We'll have to change the title. No, no. This this story today is good. Don't tune out whoever is tuned in because you'll not want to miss the story. We have special guests and a great story of God's provision. So... It okay. is about it is about the money, but not really. Yes. So go do your thing. <laughs> okay. The, the well, if you want to hear a podcast where we do talk about money, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, <laughs> you can listen to those uh, shows right there with the the player right there. If you uh, do listen on a podcast and you're getting us off the uh, your favorite podcasting platform, uh, feel free to rate us at any mm-hmm. time. And that's all the introduction I'm going to do, except to say this. We have been uh, on this focus of prayer the last couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. um, and our prayer team, not only are they available and ready for you to pray with you if you have something that you want to pray about, prayer more than enough is the place to reach them via email. You can go to the website to do that. But they've also sponsored the show, and they've said, you know what, we're going to sponsor the show, and we're also going to put our money where our mouth is, so to speak, and we want to pray with you as well. So we are just incredibly grateful, thankful for our prayer team and just their attitude in, in supporting Revenant. And one so. of the ladies in our in the studio today has been <laughs> praying for us a very long time. So we're going to thank her later. But she she will pray for you, too, if you call or send us an email. That's so right. anyway, I'm going to start with some scripture because there's a great story we're going to share. And we're going to welcome Monica Fife. Hi, Monica. Hi, Rebecca. And Nanda Wubbs. Hi. I will introduce them in a bit, but I'm going to share the scripture because the story we have is a great provision story and we're going to get to it. But these are the verses I thought of when I was thinking of this story and they're from Isaiah. And it says, um, thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beast of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people I have formed for myself, and they shall declare my praise. Um, I know it sounds like a funny thing to, to talk about, but... Monica Fife has had this these verses 
in her life. He has done a new thing in her life. He has made a way. And I was thinking about making um, roads in the wilderness. And I was thinking, because this is a story about provision of a home for you, I was thinking about all that digging and plowing that happened on that property so that, that the Lord could bring you a house. And I thought... He does it because you're his chosen. And these verses I know relate to Israel and relate to the salvation and the Messiah, but they also relate in a very practical way to your life, Monica. And, um, it, anyway, it's such a, he's a way maker mm-hmm. and he has made a way through the mighty waters, a path, and he makes a way in the sea. And I just love those verses because he's made a way for you now. So Monica and Nanda are from our area um, out in Winchester. We've known them for a long time. Um, Nanda Wubbs, if you are probably listen to the radio, you hear Wubbs Transit. She's a businesswoman and a community advocate, and she's very gifted in getting things done. I will say that. <laughs> she's amazing. A good Dutch woman uh, by heritage that just puts her head down. She's amazing. Anyway, and Monica, um, uh, you're, we're going to ask Dave just to summarize the story because these three people, David and Nanda and Monica, were all very instrumental in getting you a home that uh, was really provided by God. Mm -hmm. So we're going to tell the story. Okay. So I'm going to jump in a little bit where I came in because essentially there's, there's the story before the story before I got there that there's a whole bunch of things that, that I'm hoping you'll share with us, Monica, on how the Lord spoke to you before I came in when uh, I think Nanda, you phoned me up and said, okay, we're doing this thing with this house. Like you guys had already, in a sense, moved to the, we're, we're in with both feet. We're committed. There's stuff happening. And now the, in a sense, the team needs to expand. So there's three of us in the studio, but there was, I don't know, 10 or 12 people that were actively involved at different points and they contributed and then they kind of moved away. Like there's all these people that, and that to me was one of the, the things that I wanted to start by saying, it's amazing how um, the right people showed up at the right time with the right resources. Mm-hmm. And the end result was is you moved from a five, maybe 200 square foot home. I don't even know what the square foot of, of the home you were in. And now you're in a 1300 square foot home and all of the things that are kind of connected to that. And, and that's the short version, the very short version. But I jumped in when Nanda said, we need some help and we need some help figuring out the finances and how that can work. And guess what? That's what we do. And I looked at her and then I looked at the Lord and I went, Jeepers, I have no idea how you're going to do this, Lord. <laughs> but you know what? I'm in. And and I, I remember specifically, do, you know, kind of going, yep, I'm in. And let's let's just figure it out together. And let's just see how the Lord leads it. And and for me, um, I again, I remember that the Lord is in this. Like, I remember myself in my head going, I'm in because I want to join. I can see the Lord is in this. I want to join him in what he's at. And yeah, it's crazy. And it really was at that point. There were so many pieces that were over here and that, and we didn't know if it was going to happen. And we were meeting with people that was like, ah, you're not good. And <laughs> we, we had to have some discernment on who is going to be part of the team and all of those things. It was a lot of, of, um, moving and preparation. Yeah, preparation. That's right, Nanda. And, and just at that point, there, it was just a dream. It was just a really a word from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think the three of us were all shaking our heads saying, 
Yeah, we, if there's one thing that we all knew, it was like the Lord wants us to happen. The so, Lord wants so us to happen. So I'm going to interject. So Monica, so tell us just for a minute about where you live and what you were living in at the time. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I lived in South Mountain. And uh, the house really that I was living in was pretty well dilapidated. It was pretty well, you know, a rundown place. And I can remember looking around and, you know, always kind of said, Lord, you know my need. Lord, you know my need. Lord, you know my need. And I remember uh, uh, at the ending of that year, I usually try to write down what the Lord is saying. You know, every December, I try to write down what the Lord is saying. And in that year, I remember writing down, this is the year that the Lord will accomplish, you know, um, this house. This is the year. And, you know, we had a, a ladies' um, prayer time at Tim Hortons. And, uh, and we Nanda got together. Was a part of that. Nanda was a yeah. part of it. And we were sitting down. And I said to Nanda, the Lord told me that this is the year. 2017, I am going to have my home, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And being Nander, who Nander is, Nander <laughs> just took it and run with it. <laughs> the next thing I know, she was looking at all kinds of houses, tumble down houses. We went to Hillcrest Homes. We started just looking at houses. We were just all over the place. So this was how, you know, things started, you know, um, going. going. But had you been talking to the Lord for a while about a house? I like, had been talking to the Lord for shoot, a while. I've been talking to the Lord <laughs> about a house we for you. We've all been talking to the Lord about a house for you. <laughs> so it was. I had been talking to him for a very long time about it. But you know what? You know, I was patient. I was waiting. I trusted that, you know, he knew my need. And eventually he would meet that need some way, somehow. I didn't know how. But all I know, one of the scripture verses I remember that he had given me was Habba. I think mm-hmm. it is. And it talks about write the vision down and give it to the runner, which was none. <laughs> and let the runner run with it. And though it tarries, wait for it, you know. So that that scripture meant a lot to me. And I know that, you know, well, yeah. we know what God well, did. did. Indeed. Okay, so then what happens? So I'm going to ask Nanda now. So what? So she gives you this vision and says, okay, I'm supposed to share this vision with you. Now what? Um, I remember the day that I was driving past Sobeys in Winchester and they were uh, planning on tearing down two houses and it suddenly dawned on me. It was an aha moment. <laughs> Why can't Monica have one of those houses? And I knew that it was from the Lord. Like it just, you know, in your spirit, you just yeah. know. And they were taking down the houses because they were built, putting parking in, right? Yes. Around the grocery store. Yes. So... Uh, when when that idea came to my head, I, I texted you, and you had been actually um, asking the Lord where your fish. I want my fish. Do you remember that? Where yes. did that come from? Because yes. that kind of well, came the, out. That, well, that time. the story of the fish really came. I was reading this uh, this book, and this lady was telling this story about how she was in some kind of conference, and they needed a whole bunch of money, like right this moment, because something was happening. And they needed that money, and uh, you know they started praying. They collected pretty well half of that money that night, but what had happened? There was still a deficit. There was still you know a lot of money remaining. And this older lady came in and said, you know, ask them what, you know, what was left. And she said that she would cover it. And one of the things the lady said, said, let's go fishing, is what she said. Before that happened, she said, let's go fishing. And I'm reading this book and I'm sitting there going, and I started 
yelling, I want my fish. I want my fish. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the story of the fish. Yeah. And when Nanda told me the reason why the houses were not torn down mm-hmm. at, you know, um, as yet was because there were small fishes in yeah. a ditch. <laughs> okay, so we have to, yes. That, okay, that needs so, a little bit of explanation. Okay, so, so when Nanda sees these houses, you go and you call Sobeys and you say, what do you say to them? Give there's, me a house. There's a woman in need, and um, I, you know, I, I'm going to send you some photos of her need, and um, we would very much like to take those one houses. of those one of those houses. Okay. I, at first, I only asked for one. Okay, and you know, it was a scary call because you think that they're going to think you're crazy. There's no yeah. way they're going to give you a house because they had been trying to sell them right. as well. You know, so um, when they said yes, it was like, Monica, there's your fish, you know. <laughs> yes. And the story, the, the reason that those houses were still standing when I had that aha moment was, as Monica said, when they were planning on removing those houses, there was two little fish found in the in the ditch beside the house. And that halted everything because conservation came in. They had to wait for the breeding season. That story still blows my mind. I know. So, so, you know, that delay was really what, um, uh, helped for this whole thing to happen. So we are very thankful for the fish (laughs) (laughs) because they weren't going, because you can't picture it, but we know what it was. There's this ditch and to to move the houses would have had to destroy this dish and Mm -hmm. where the fish, these two fish were spawning, Mm -hmm. which is kind of funny for any of us who live out you know, with all mm-hmm. kinds of creatures around us mm-hmm. all the time. But this is, that was the fish that saved the story and activated this uh, request from you, Nanda. But even the general manager, Sobies, they were so shocked, like having those fish there just threw them right for a loop because it was right in, I mean, there was a parking lot all around this little ditch, you know, yeah. I mean, it was not a typical place for fish. Right. You would never expect that. So they just thought that was pretty strange. And uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so, because continue on with the ask with Sobies because we're we're right yeah. here because you asked for one house. Yes, there was a couple of weeks kind of back and forth, and and again just trying to. And you'd sent some pictures of of Monica's living conditions mm-hmm. as they were, and and of course that picture's worth a thousand words. Yeah. So that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then what happened with the second house then? Well, I think it was a few months later, right? Mm-hmm. We it was a, a quite a process, and um, we found out the cost to move the one house to Monica's, mm-hmm. and it was more than I think. Well, we weren't sure, but it was a lot of money. Yeah. So um, the thought came to someone's mind. I don't know who. Uh, why don't we ask for the second house? Mm-hmm. And I felt even more crazy asking for the second house. I thought, how will they give me the second house? Again, they were trying to sell it. It didn't move. And uh, so I I got up the nerve, I called, and um, they said yes. And within a week, I had sold it for $10,000. And that $10,000 moved her house. Moved the house. Because you had to travel, how many kilometers was that? 10 15 That's about kilometers. 15 yes. kilometers. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. you had to pick up the house and move yeah. it to Monica's property. So Monica did ha- did have you had a shack on your property, but it was your property. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that that's the kind of idea. Yeah, so they I mean what happened then was is in a sense 
Sobeys had donated these mm-hmm. two homes. And now we, the team that we're working together, said, all right, we can sell one, use the, the, the resources from the sale of the one house to actually move the house to Monica's property where we had to put a foundation mm-hmm. and we had to do all of the, the preparatory work there. And within no time, as mm-hmm. soon as we, we got the go ahead from, yeah, you can have both houses. Mm-hmm. We had that other house sold in, in no time yeah. flat, which again was just, I mean, how do you line that up and all of that it was, stuff? It was it was just amazing. God just going before and yeah. saying, yep, this is right. Yep, mm-hmm. this is right. And what I, again, just by way of observation, it seemed like we had these times of a month or two where nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. Like you were just yeah. kind of like, okay. How did well, you How did you feel in those months? To be honest with you, I had peace. I mm. really did. I had peace because I said, because I remember saying to Nanda, there were, you know, sometimes you, people would come to you and they all had different ideas. They were all giving it. But I said, you know, I try to stay away from all of that because I know the peace of the Lord was so powerful. It was so mm. strong because I know this is something that he wanted done. Mm. And no matter what was going on, I had, I just had to trust him. You know, there were times, you know, Nanda, there were times there were things going on she wouldn't tell me (laughs) (laughs) that's when Amanda and I were talking (laughs) yes yes (laughs) but I but I just kept believing that you know this is the will of God and you know what he's going to make it happen so (laughs) wow and it was something you knew internally because there are times when we can convince ourselves just like it's something God wants but if we, it doesn't come with that internal peace and knowing, I, sometimes that internal peace and knowing is what carries us through Amen. the uncertainty, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But what to me is beautiful that you did have Nanda and Dave kind of standing mm-hmm. there like you're, you're her and you're, um, you know, when Moses was lifting yes. his hands for the, <laughs> and you know, they're standing there holding up your arms, doing their thing on the side. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, we often heard, I think in this story that, um, it was a miracle. You know, this house is a miracle for yes. you. And, and yes, but I saw the work, maybe because I was married to Dave and I heard the conversations <laughs> with Nanda. There is a lot of work and digging, you know, for, and then people to come alongside and people to come and build the foundation. And we still needed, you still needed funds to do some of those mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't just, you know, you got the money basket. Mm-hmm. You know, you did have the moments where the fish were there mm-hmm. and that, like God provided, you know, go get the the tax money. It's in the fish. You know, and, you and had in a that. lot of ways, it was a little bit like, um, you know, I felt like it was pulling tissue out of a tissue box. We'd 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 kind of pull and and okay, now we have houses. Now we've got the money to to move the house from one location, but we had to build a foundation. There was a a whole lot of landscaping and cleanup, and the the other house, um, in a sense, needed to be demolished, and all of that stuff needed to go on and drawing those people in. And, and don't forget, because my husband was a hoarder, it was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> well, there, was, there was a lot of that stuff. There was that, a lot of stuff that had to be cleaned up. <laughs> yes, that's true. So we had done. I mean, we had done some fundraising. In the typical way, we were sharing the message with people in the community. Um, you know, Monica, you had some land, and we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that as we get close to the end. We're already kind of halfway through the show here, so but but to recognize that um, you and I sat down at one point and said, "All right, so before we get too far down this road, 
We know that God is in it. We know that he wants it to happen, but we also have the practical pieces. We need to make sure that you can actually afford. This is what it's going to look like for you to live in this house. You know, what are you doing in income? This is a financial show and I'm working that in. (laughs) We sat down a number of times through the process to make sure that in the end, the end goal, and that was for me, was to make sure that this house was a blessing and not a burden. Mm -hmm. That this would not be a financial something where you'd come away. In fact, my goal, and that was my prayer through the whole thing, and that I think was the first thing that I saw was we can do this and you can actually have a home with no mortgage, with some money left in the bank after it's all said and done. And when I had done the math... There yeah. was some selling of the property that helped pay for what needed to be paid. Everybody sacrificed right? some. You sacrificed. I remember those conversations going, do I really need to <laughs> sever and sell some stuff? I like my, is somebody going to move next to me? And, you know, there was all that going on. And we're yeah. like, well, Monica, yeah, you know, this is the way it's going to happen. Right. So, uh, because, and I, I was just to say, I remember Nanda and I going back and forth on, on a whole bunch of different ideas. Um, you know, you and I, how can we make this? happen without selling the land does you know can we sell the land and how do we you know how do we find a buyer for, for the land that you know all of that stuff and and just how did you release that land then did when in these discussions did you i just knew that it was something that i had to do you know because everybody had put in pretty well all that they had and i still had not put in mine so i think it wow. was just you know when it came time, it was just, okay, Lord, you know, whatever. We used to talk about the land as being, you know, there's treasure. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's treasure. Well, I mean, that was the treasure, mm-hmm. you know, in that sense. So it was, you know, it was hard because I was thinking of Larry in that mm-hmm. sense. You right. Know? And Larry was your husband and he yes. passed away a few years a before. Few, yes. So, happened. you know, so I was thinking about him in that sense. But then I realized, okay, what? Because he wouldn't have been happy he with you. He would not. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. With so. you selling it, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, it was uh, it was easy. So, yeah. Which is an interesting thing. We use a phrase at the office all the time. Are people willing to put skin in the game? Mm-hmm. You know, we want when people come for help financially, people maybe want the pain to go away, but they still want their cake. Right. They still. They still want the cake and eat it too. And I'm no different, right? You still, you, you have to do, make some hard financial decisions, but you still want all that other stuff that you're used to having. And in your case, you knew, okay, this is where the bullet hits the bone and mm-hmm. I'm going to. And as David said, you know, I didn't want any debt because one of the scripture verses for me was where it talked about let no debt, you know, be whatever amount you accept the debt of love and that is something I didn't want and uh, you said um, you talked about um, the house being a blessing another scripture for me was you know the blessings of the Lord make it rich and he brings no sorrow with it so all these scriptures you know I would kind of read all these scriptures and stuff like that so when you said that it just reminded me you know it was not God didn't want me to have a debt and I didn't want to have a debt so you know so putting the property in was you know that was the end game in that uh, in that sense and how long did it take for that that 
Okay, here's where Nanda, you're going to have to chime in. When we started, um, I mean, I, a, a year and a half, yeah, maybe uh, by the good. time we were, it was probably. <laughs> in other words, no yeah. one quite remembers yeah, how long it no. took. <laughs> I mean, you guys started looking at houses long before oh, even, yeah. you know, yeah. the conversation. You were driving around the countryside saying, yeah. what, you know, if this is the year of the house, then what does that look like? And all of those little trips and prayers and mm-hmm. is this the house? Is this the house? And then finally it's like, no. We're going we're gonna to move a house. And again, the little story, and maybe you can share that just as we come to the end, uh, Monica, about what that moving of the house, that little story. You'd already had a premonition that a house was going to move because mm-hmm. you would uh, and come down 43 and see houses moving. And yeah. So tell us just quickly of that. we got a few minutes left here. Well, it was just, you know, just driving down 43. And then, you know, you see Gilchrist homes, you know, just coming down on trucks down the road and stuff like that. And with, I would with, always, with their know, mobile with their homes, mobile homes, homes yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And I would go. You're going the wrong way. My house is that way, you know. So it was just, I don't know, you know, you just kind of, I don't know. It was just something that I just did. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. So so she she would see these houses over the years and say, no, I need that house parked at my house. And then that day when they moved it. You're like my house it was is finally that going, that and way. it was finally going there, for you. There's something else that I want to share, and uh, Nanda probably knows uh, mm-hmm. what it is, and um, it had to do with you were talking about how long it took the house mm-hmm. to be um, to be established, anyways. And I can remember that you know people were beginning to say maybe it's not of God because you know it was supposed to happen then and it's not happening, so something must be you know maybe it's not of God. And I remember when the house finally was settled in, everybody came in and did the cleanup. We cleaned the whole house. Mm-hmm. Everybody chimed in, everybody cleaned. And the friend of Nanda's came over and she was helping to clean the house. And in one of the cupboards, it's like we missed that cupboard. And she was cleaning and there she found a rock. And on the rock, it says, God is here. Wow. <laughs> and so that came from the other, the, the other previous house. owners, or something, because we didn't plant that. Nan and I didn't plant that, although we certainly felt that God was in the whole yes. thing. But, so it was yeah. confirmation right there and then mm. that we knew that it was something that God had established. And, mm. uh, yeah. How, how beautiful. Yeah. It, 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 to me, it is an amazing part of the story is that when you shared the vision, Nanda just went after it and started searching. Yeah. And she, it, to me, it was, well, you're, I want you to share that picture you had even before the show started, but how you went looking for the needle in a haystack saying, I know God's in it, but how is he in it? Mm-hmm. What is the, what is the needle? What is, what is the method that we're going to get her a house? Right. Well, I just, when we were talking earlier, I just saw a picture of God's love, the power of his love coming down from heaven and shooting into our hands and moving our hands. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it's about. His love is the motivation for us to do the work. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm. So, Lord, we just want to thank you for your grace to us, for, for moving our hands uh, as we hear your voice. Lord, I, again, that's a, such a big piece that we, we hear your voice, we see you at work. And in this situation, um, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful and thankful that the, the, the people heard your voice. And, and in the end, again, we know your heart is to care for each of us, your kids. And so you want, you go and you prepare a place for us. Yes, in eternity. You've said that, but you also do that here on earth. And so we thank you for Monica's place. We thank you, uh, as we so, so many times before. 
thank you for the way that you lead and guide each person, each step, each each piece of the puzzle that, that was put in place to see the, the entire thing come together. And so, Lord, we thank you for your grace in that and give you glory and honor in Christ's name. Amen. Well, thank you, Monica and Nanda, for joining us. It was It's a fast 30 minutes when you've got a great story to share. So, And um, we're just grateful for you guys for sharing that today. So um, we just want to encourage you to email prayer at morethanenough.ca or uh, call our office, 613-520-4157, and um, just give us your prayer requests or we're happy to pray with you or I can forward them to our prayer team. It's confidential. You don't even have to give us your full name if you don't want. We're just happy um, to see you encouraged in the Lord. And that's what we want to do. So, And, you know, again, if you uh, want to find the show somewhere, it's on your favorite podcasting platform or on morethanenough.ca or chri.ca. Um, and, you know, as we wrap up this show, I just want to make the comment that if the Lord has put something on your heart and he is in it, then sometimes it, it takes work. Sometimes it takes time. But have the faith to know that he will accomplish his work here on earth. And we can all sit around the table and nod our heads to yes to that. So join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.